Welcome to Sunny in Seattle with your host, Sunny Joy. And coming up on today's show, well, it's the first Friday of the month, and you know what that means. Yep, that's right. Dr. Alessandra Duke is stopping by the show today, and the two of them will be catching up with Dr. Alessandra's cross-country adventure, which has taken her all the way to Florida. And we'll be sharing the highs and some of the lows, the magic and the struggles of the journey, as well as Sonny's very own stumble into the new year. I bet you're curious, because you know I am. And now I welcome your hosts for the day, Sunny Joy McMillan and Dr. Alessandra Duke. Hey, good morning, everyone. Welcome to Sunny in Seattle. Uh, it is first Friday, so I am one of your hosts today, Sunny Joy McMillan, joined by Dr. Alessandra Duke. Hi. And uh, Sunny in Seattle is here every Friday from 9 to 10 a.m. on Alternative Talk, 1150 a.m. KKW in Seattle, as well as 103.3 KPCA in Petaluma, bringing you amazing guests and resources that will help you create a life filled with joy, peace, freedom, and purpose. It is radio that positively shines. And if you can't catch the show live, you can always access those show archives at 1150kknw.com. Uh, you can also find the show on iTunes and Podcast One. And as of this morning, we are back live in Petaluma and Seattle. So <laughs> a little cheer there and a little necessary disclaimer coming back online. The views expressed here are not necessarily the views of Petaluma Community Access, KPCA Radio, or its board of directors, volunteer staff, or underwriters. Uh, sorry, we didn't even talk about this before we went live, but Alessandra, we're back live in Petaluma, so you know what that means. <laughs> Yay! Yay! We can't edit okay. anything out about sales or anything. Okay, so everybody's on yes. the same okay. page. <laughs> Got um, it. Then... I'm in. I can do it. <laughs> okay. And just a couple of housekeeping matters. Uh, my website is goldenoversoul.com. That is goldenoversoul.com. Alessandra, your website is uh, alessandraduke.com. Awesome. And Benny, how are you doing in Seattle? Doing pretty good. You know, we're uh, holding down the fort here on the upper left-hand corner of the world, or I should say the country. <laughs> the world, depending on how you want to look at the rest of the world, right? Yeah, That's right. Okay. It is pretty funny to think you are up in the tip-top Pacific Northwest corner, and Alessandra is in the little bottom <laughs> dot on the southeast corner. Southeast, right? Yes. <laughs> I like my visual on my. Yes. Zoom here. You can see Benny. He's pointing diagonally yeah. in the studio. <laughs> like, I need to record the Zoom next time. Yeah. I love it. I love it. Oh, well, good to see Benny's smiling face. It is funny because now that we're doing Zoom, um, and I know that was available with Skype, it just wasn't quite the same setup, but it is, I feel like I am back in the studio again, being able to see Benny at his little spot with all his screens and his microphone and the KKW uh, banner in the background. <laughs> so Yeah, I remember that too last time when I got to, when we, we did the show last month and that was the first time I had seen him in a while doing yeah. his thing. That was fun. Yeah, I like this setup, I got to say, but uh, we we are, Alessandra, I noticed you were joining us by phone this morning, and you, we have had quite yeah. a week. I've talked to you more this week than normal weeks leading up to the show, and it's just, <laughs> it has been, like, I mean, I just need to step out of the way and just let you uh, 
just start sharing because the the roller coaster of this week and the magic that happened oh during, my gosh and then the resolution that happened just yesterday because we were like what are we gonna we're either gonna be sharing a really high high or maybe more of a struggle moment this morning and we've had it all this right. week with a big nice tidy bow in time for first Friday right here February 5th <laughs> That's right. That's right. I know. Like you've had, you've been a major part of this week and I'm so grateful for that. Yeah. Well, I told you I'm living vicariously. Sometimes I'm like, oh man, <laughs> you are, you are handling this better than I. And then other times I'm like, oh, I'm living oh vicariously. God. What's going to happen next? It's like a movie. I've got my popcorn out. <laughs> That's right. It feels like that sometimes to me too. I'm like, oh boy, what is happening next in this movie that's happening? Yeah. Okay. It's been it's been amazing and some serious highs and lows. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay, so let's we got mm -hmm. we got I was just thinking it was like I don't even you know me. I'm still type A to the point where I have like a small outline with like three bullet <laughs> points. Somehow that just makes me feel yes. safe and comforted. But today I was like, yeah. I don't even need that. There's so much to share that's been happening. <laughs> I don't think we're going to get to Ooh, anything else. Way to go, Sunny. Did you just like toss, kind of like throw caution to the wind and just like, no notes, I'm going free. I kind of did because I went, usually yeah. I have like a specific morning schedule and on Friday mornings, I generally do my, you know, my silence or devotional time, you know, before the show, do last minute show prep. Today I went for a run and I didn't get back until just a few minutes before the show. So that's even like, woo. <laughs> yeah. 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 Oh, that sounds so nice. I love the, um, running out in your area there. So beautiful. Yes, it is. I've got to spend as much time with my, I have, well, you know, I talk about this a lot, but these, my most inspired connected to my soul time is the, my runs in the Petaluma Hills. And since I changed my route, uh, I don't know, gosh, it's probably been six or eight months based on a little easement thing that was happening up in the Hills. Um, I, I have a new route that lands me at the end of my run at this beautiful stand of trees and this Oak that I've, I put some pictures on Facebook before, but this Oak mm. has got to, I mean, I feel like I, I know this Oak from another lifetime when I was maybe like a pioneer yeah. or a settler out West. Kind of like the uh, Shawshank Redemption oak tree. Remember oh, that? I never did see. Yeah. I mean, I have to say that movie I didn't see because it felt too disturbing. <laughs> but, True. But if you do watch it, oh, it's, it's the very so end. good, yeah. Sunny. Mm -hmm. oh. Now you have to. Okay, well, maybe yeah. so I can understand. But yeah, this tree, I have. I feel like I have a very special relationship with this tree. I usually collect trash because I know there's some people who come out, you know, leave some cans or some paraphernalia around. And so I just try to always keep a little <laughs> trash bag. And then I spend some time with my tree. I'm like, if I we're, you know, we're going to be hitting the road here pretty quick too. Um, so yeah. I spend all the time with my tree friend and my hills as possible before we leave. So yeah. Yes, you do. You do. I'm so excited. I feel like I'm, I've got my popcorn out to see what's happening <laughs> with your life adventure movie. I'm ready yeah. for it. <laughs> yeah. And yeah, it's so funny because I just, I just so clearly see it for you. Like, oh yeah. Like I just have a full plan. Like, okay. So Sunny and Chase are going to head east around this time. I'm like creating your timeline for you. And I'm like, so then I'll meet them probably over here during that time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> I'm like, oh, this is happening. This is happening. Yeah. I know. Just yeah. so for anybody who is either, since we've been kind of on a delay with, you know, pre-recorded shows in KPCA, and this is our first official live show. And if you haven't caught some past shows, 
um, we, um, I'll just give like a quick synopsis of where we are. And then I want to dive in with where you are. Um, we put in our notice at this home that we've been in since landing in Petaluma. And I don't find out about whether I got into divinity school until mid-March. Um, we, our last day in this property will be March 31st. So we will find out what direction we're headed <laughs> of like yes. while we're, <laughs> while we are already having kind of moved out and we will, I think our plan is that we will do, we used to have so much fun traveling the country in our Airstream while we were kind of hauling back and forth mm -hmm. between Texas and Washington when we first got together back in 2012, 2013. And some of our best memories are on the road with Lovey, our Airstream. And so we're mm. going to, even if I don't get in, we have decided I'm going to take, I say sabbatical, mine will be kind of a quasi sabbatical because, you know, I'll still do the show. I will still have one-on-one -on -one coaching, um, you know, maybe two to three days a week, like Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. And then I have my soul digger little membership community. Those mm. are my things that I will continue, but otherwise Chase and I are going to just spend um, several months on the road and see where the wind takes us. Um, and mm -hmm. then if I don't get into school, we'll come back to Petaluma. And if I do, we will land in Boston. So <laughs> that's yeah. where we are. <laughs> yes. I'm so excited. I'm so excited about that adventure. I'm yeah, going to have to make too. a new jingle for you now. Sonny's on, <laughs> Sonny's on the road yeah. again. Just can't wait for Sonny to get on the road again. It, I was just about to say. Yeah. Why not, right? Oh, wheels are turning again. No, literally, okay. they are. But it, yes. we got to put Sonny and Chase are on the road again. And then I don't know if you can sure. put in Action yeah. Jackson and Lil Missy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like little memes. The whole crew is on the road. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Nice. Oh, anyway. I love it. Okay, so Alessandra, we gotta. Let, I I just cannot wait to share some of the things that have been happening for you. So I don't know where you want to <laughs> dive in, but I know there are a couple of key points I want to make yeah. sure we hit. Okay. Tell me where in the world is Doctor Alessandra. Tell me where in the world. Oh, tell me where can she be? Where we left left off was I had just gotten to Florida, right? It was like that, that week. Um, and I thought, okay, I decided I would come down here because it was warmer. I was up in Virginia staying with um, some chosen family. Mm -hmm. And I um, decided like, okay, there were a couple of cities that I kind of wanted to check out. I cruised through those, you know, on my way down to Florida. I just thought, well, I'll just like, I think Florida's warmer right now. And I'm just really <laughs> craving the sun. And I think after seven years of living in um, the great state of Washington, which is stunning, but um, is less sunny than I, <laughs> and then I'm probably needing at this point in my life. Right. And so I feel like I've got a lot of sun to make up for. So I was like being a sun chaser came down here and, um, you know, I had just gotten here when we, when we last checked in. And so now I'm a month into Florida. And so I'd been staying in Treasure Island and last yesterday was my last day in Treasure Island. And so in this time, um, you know, it's interesting. I think the first couple of days that I get anywhere new, I think like, oh, I mean, it's fine. You know, it's fine, mm -hmm. but I probably don't need to stay here. It's fine, you know. And uh, maybe uh, one week or so in, I felt like, oh, I'm in love. <gasps> and <laughs> I just 
I mean, Florida has won me over. And just in case anybody's wondering, people have asked me like, oh, are you still being COVID cautious? Are you just throwing caution to the wind? Because Florida's like the wild west about that right now. (laughs) Right. And I want everybody to know I've still been COVID cautious. I'm still doing my own thing. You know, it's I've been staying in this little cottage, which, um, you know, manifested itself because um, you had you know, some strong roots from up here. Colors. Yeah, you had some strong What's roots that? from up here. You had some strong roots from the Seattle area, taking it down there. So that's yes. the holding forward on the COVID on the Absolutely. COVID level. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. So I had my strong training from the from Washington. <laughs> I was like ready to go. What phase are we in? What are we doing? You know, and so I carry that with me. You know, I've been keeping my distance and doing my thing, but I've really connected with, I'm right on the Gulf of Mexico here. So I'm on the West Coast of Florida. And it's this particular body of water I feel so drawn to and so enamored with um and so connected to and um and and getting to reconnect with parts of me that um you know i I, i've been manatee obsessed since i was you know eight or nine years old (laughs) i love Um, the manatee oh my gosh i love the manatee so much and you know when i was a kid um you know, the manatees are the, the sea cow, um, big, amazing creatures. And um, when I was a kid, I was so infatuated with them that I, you know, saved up the allowance I would get every now and again. And I adopted my first manatee, you know, where you can send in a fee and you get your poster yes. of your manatee. And you don't actually know if you adopted that manatee. But as a kid, I was like, oh, my gosh. I have my own manatee (laughs) and I have just been fascinated with them. And the first time I got to see them was out in this area, but I like had this, I don't know why it it all clicked when I was here where I was like, Oh my gosh, I'm loving this ocean and the birds and the wildlife. And then I was like, wait a minute, I can drive to go see the manatees. So anyway, my, my, I went and, um, I went on a search, you know, three different days to go find them and, you know, came across about 50 or so of them um, while I was kayaking and um, got to have like, they would come up to the surface and make eye contact with me and breathe on me. I mean, I feel so connected here and dolphins showing up and, um, and yeah, I'll talk about the dragonfly in a little bit, but it just has felt, I mean, there is something within me that has just come so alive here. You know, I'm like, oh, I don't know. If Florida wanted to put a ring on it right now, I might say, okay, I might say, okay. <laughs> yeah, because I mean, I have, for those who don't, I think maybe we've got some people who've been following your journey, but this started out yeah. just as a quick recap back in June, you yes. came down to stay with us in Petaluma for, you know, several weeks, not knowing whether you would turn around and go back or kind of continue on. And one week, that was the plan with yeah. one week. And so yeah. here we are, mm-hmm. what, eight or nine yeah. months later. And like you, uh, seven months. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Oh, sorry. Mm -hmm. My math Mm -hmm. is not that great. Mm -hmm. Didn't use my fingers to count on that one. My bad. Uh, Anyway, but you 
are looking to uh, open to the possibility of landing somewhere else permanently now you know that mm -hmm. that you and your partner have uh, made a beautiful conscious break uh you know more permanent break mm -hmm. in the relationship and mm -hmm. that like so florida is absolutely on the table as if you decide to stop mm -hmm. returning here you could potentially really just fall in love with this place and stay forever yes yes and it's been interesting for people who haven't you know heard the journey it's like you know i've been on this cross-country road trip for now about seven months i mean as I'm talking to you all, I'm sitting here in my car because I'm about to go on my next um, journey. And I've got, like, I mean, my box fan is in the back seat. My cooler is next to me. I got an air mattress back here. I got my weighted <laughs> blanket. You know, I mean, I am set. And so, you know, I've been doing this journeying and all different parts of this journey have been really working on my relationship with Myself and really doing this um, and my relationship with the universe and having this major, major trust fall and being able to see like, okay, having, having that, like that trust that I am always guided. I am always cared for. I'm always lifted. Has, that has not always been my strong suit. I am very much, um, lived a lot of my life operating out of kind of fear and hustle like if i don't if i don't do this if i don't work hard if i don't do this nothing's going to happen right and so this journey has been been um just this total uh awakening and opening for me of of like self-love and pleasure and connectedness and connectedness with people all around the country and and now being able to be in a place where i'm like yes this yeah. is on the table. Okay. <laughs> yes. And and I just want to jump okay. in because I also see Benny. I, you're kind of going in and out sound wise. Benny, are you hearing that oh, too? Okay. Yeah, just a little bit. So, um... okay. Don't worry about it. Okay. Let me. Don't worry about it. Or would you, or... you want me to switch headphones and see well, if I can? Well, let's just continue it. on and we can maybe do it at our, our break. Okay. 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 So okay. we'll take a break. Okay. We'll take a break. Um, yeah. and we'll figure that out. Yeah. Cause I just, what you're saying is so good. And I want to make sure that, you know, everybody. Yeah. You. Um, yeah. And so you're talking about this being a trust fall and really learning that, uh, that when you need something, it shows up, maybe not, we've talked about this, but you really had a living example of it this week. The timing that the human mind wants, you want everything set out, you wanna know exactly what's gonna happen, when it's going to happen, you want it yes. several weeks in advance so that you can feel comfortable and planned and <laughs> yes. all of these things that we do as humans, our, our brain is wired that way, that's okay. It's one of the fun challenges I think of coming in as a soul into a human body, you, you, uh, you have this fun, puzzle of a human brain that has all these like fears and and guardrails and all the things that it tries to do and then you've got the soul that's just like don't worry about it it's all going to work out you are cared for the universe is benevolent responsive okay so this week you were changing where you were living um and yes things were not coming together and you were coming up against a, you were coming up against like the move out date. So it was like, what are you going to do? Sleep in the car, go to a hotel, yeah. find an Airbnb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, because the whole thing has been like, I, I want to do this 
um, smartly. So I've been trying to get creative financially and also wanting the places I'm staying to feel good and, you know, feel abundant and all these things. So there's a few different things that I'm constantly kind of on the lookout for or that I'm kind of negotiating for. So I, I, I have been working every single day on what I'm grateful for, what I'm loving about myself in this adventure and, and connecting with the ocean. Cause it's just been right across the street from where I'm staying. Um, and that's, and that woman found me, it was just, it's just been amazing. And so I just thought I'm, I'm going to work on not trying or trying not to be afraid, mm. trying to trust. Right. And the days just kept counting down, but I was like, I just know if I've got evidence things have worked out. And, and I still did my part. I mean, I reached out to so many people, real estate agents, reaching out to the locals, telling anyone and everyone I could, like, you know, are you making a pizza? I would like to tell you, I'm looking for a place to live. <laughs> oh, coffee shop person, please listen to this. You know, oh, you just um, made me a sandwich. Fantastic. Do you know of a place to live? I mean, I was writing notes on and leaving them on people's windshields. Hey, I noticed that it looks like you kind of have a studio. Uh, do you have a place to live? <laughs> and so um, I just was, and that was a really big um, life opener for me because that's not usually how I roll. I'm, I'm pretty introverted and I'm pretty private and it feels like Florida just like invited me to just come play, like wow. play and talk to the people, right? Like come <laughs> play with me has been like this kind of vibe of Florida. And so it's just been really neat to feel myself even make make myself vulnerable in those ways and those kinds of connections and so but it was getting down to the wire <laughs> and people were like checking in like are you okay have you found a place I mean every day I was getting these check-ins and you know what happens I think when people are very concerned about you they love you very much they don't want you to suffer and so they're checking in on you but I think that it's easy to start taking on their fears as yes. your own so I would notice it slowly kind of making me not making me but that I would notice I was um questioning myself like oh my gosh what are you gonna do mm. <laughs> um what is going on like are you maybe delusional <laughs> do you like you don't have anything lined up you know and I would start absorbing that um and so it was really trying to counterbalance, like, nope, I'm building this trust muscle with that, you know, and also holding that bit of fear that would come up, right? Yeah. And so it was down to the wire, down to the wire, down to the wire. And I, um, one morning, um, was journaling, and I, every now and again, can really get aligned with, I don't know if you call it spirit, divine, my spirit guides. And I just, um, I was always a little fearful of this aspect, but what I start doing is writing and it feels very much like it's not me writing, yeah. right? Automatic but something writing. coming through. Yes. And that has happened throughout my life. And I've always been scared of it. And I don't want to read what came out. <laughs> Uh, I don't know why, but so I thought, okay, here it is again. And I just started writing. And the, the big message for me was you need to take today and just relax. Your job right now is to trust and relax, go have a snack, 
right? And so mm-hmm. that day I went to this, um, this little community that's about 20 minutes away. And um, I was like, okay, I'm going to relax and I'm going to have a snack. I'm going to just enjoy this neighborhood. And I did, I just let all of that fear subside and just enjoyed it. As I was driving out of the um, out of this little community, I was like, okay, I'm ready to go home. I saw this real estate office and believe me when I say I am not somebody that stops in these places. Cause I always feel like it's overpriced. I don't know, but I felt so drawn to it. And, um, I walked in and this most friendly human, um, I said, Hey, do you have any rentals? And he took a deep breath and he smiled and he said, Oh my gosh, you're looking around here. And then he looks down on his phone and he says, hang on one second. He gets a call right in that moment. There's a rental that just came available. It's right across the street. Do you <laughs> like, want to take a look? I'm so sorry, but like you walk in, the person is nice. Oh. Say, do you have any rentals? And then the phone rings where he says, just a moment, let me get this. And it's someone putting a <laughs> rental up. <laughs> moment he's like well here's one exactly he said he he's on the phone he looks up at me and he says because he says okay um he's telling the woman on the phone he's like well she needs it now and he said and I hear him say oh it's available now (laughs) oh well where is it oh across the street Right. And then so we're having this conversation and this real estate agent is all about the divine and spirituality and divine timing. So he and I are just like, whoa, minds blown. What is happening? And so he said, why don't you go across the street and go see it? He said, I think it's right where this, you know, this particular car is parked. I went over there. And, okay, wait, um, wait. Can we just like look? Okay. Okay. Real yeah, quick. Yeah. 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 One of the things that was so important to you in this first rental that you had that has been a delight, but just was not available continuing on. But one of the things you were like, I wanted pink and gold. Like pink was like, pink has been like the color of everything for you in the past several months. So you said, I want pink. And the place that you've been in has like a largely pink interior, lots of pink accents. So, okay. Okay. So unpause. So I'm walking through a pink door. Yeah. Because pink has, um, pink is also like when I'm meditating and I'm wanting to breathe in, like I, I'll encourage clients to think about like, what is a color that represents, you know, ease and healing and peace for you? And like, let's breathe that in. And for me, it's pink. Okay. <laughs> so I'm always breathing in pink when I'm doing these meditations. And when I'm envisioning what I would love to be in, I see pink around. Mm-hmm. And um, so, yeah, the current, this place that I just left had the pink door and a pink couch and all those things and gold accessories and I was like oh. it literally came out of my brain right yeah so I go across the street to like okay I'm trying to figure out is it this house or this one and I'm like I think it's this one it's like this blue little house uh, but I look over to my left and there's this like gorgeous pink cottage and I just thought to myself oh boy oh boy if that was it oh my gosh if that was it a whole pink house and so I start messaging him and saying okay is it this one is it this one he said no 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 it's the pink one (laughs) you can't make this stuff up (laughs) no 
know. And I, you know, and then I, my fear brain was like, well, you know, we got to see, we got to see the inside, you know, I don't know what's going on in there. What's happening. Right. And so he said, you know, come on back and, and I'll, and I'll show you. And I meet him there and it's this gorgeous garden. And he says, look, I just pulled this star fruit off this fruit tree. And I'm just like, what is happening right now? And I enter the house and it's absolutely stunning. Mm. And um, it's just, it's not a house that's normally rented. It's just right in this moment because this woman has planned on being there. She's not able to be in town. It's a house that she loves so much and has restored. And she was just looking for somebody really trusted to take it over. Yes. So, um, and maybe so I'm looking at our time. Happened. Yeah. Yeah. Should, should we pause here? Yeah, or you can just let her finish. <laughs> well, oh no, I just, I was like, well, I th- I didn't want to go into the next portion of the story where it's like, this is the perfect house, but then this is when it gets a but little then, bit rocky. Yeah, Benny's like, why don't you let her finish? It's a good story. <laughs> <laughs> it is a good story, but this will be our cliffhanger. <laughs> Does she get okay, it? Does she wanna, not? Yeah. Should I keep talking or do you want to take a break? Benny, you tell us. Oh, it's no, Sonny, it's your show. <laughs> but you're the one who has to turn all the music on for the break. Real the hard, real hard. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. Okay. So after all of this, <laughs> let's take our break and we will pick up with Alessandra's story. Um, so you are listening to Sunny in Seattle. Um, it is first Friday. So I am joined by my fantastic co-host. Dr. Alessandra Duke. Yeah, so I guess I normally (laughs) say my name too. And I'm Sunny Joy. Okay, (laughs) we'll be back in just a few. There are everyday actions to help prevent the spread of respiratory diseases. Wash your hands. Avoid close contact with people who are sick. Avoid touching your eyes, nose, and mouth. Stay home when you are sick. Cover your cough or sneeze. Clean and disinfect frequently touched objects with household cleaning spray. For more information, visit cdc.gov slash COVID-19. This message brought to you by the National Association of Broadcasters and this station. Sunny in Seattle, radio that positively shines. I'm Dr. Anthony Lazarus, and this is Climate Connections. In summer, when the afternoon sun starts beaming through office windows, many companies turn up the air conditioning and draw the shades. But at the headquarters of Corrigan, a Dallas-based architecture firm, the windows themselves can help block out the sun without blocking the view. The best thing about dynamic glass is that it gives you the ability to reduce the heat load without reducing visibility. James Adams is an architect at Corrigan. He says dynamic glass windows have a special micro-thin coating that tints on demand to reduce glare and heat. Research shows that natural light and outdoor views improve employee well-being. So by preventing the need for shades or blinds, you're maintaining the positivity and the wellness of the users in the building. They can still see outside and see a beautiful day and they can get their work done. Dynamic glass windows are more expensive than ordinary windows, but the cost is expected to fall as sales increase. And Adam says that over time, the windows can help building owners save money. Reducing that amount of light coming in is reducing the heat load. When you reduce the heat load, you don't need as much air conditioning. So right off the bat, there can be a real savings on utility bills. And using less energy is better for the climate, too. Climate Connections is produced by the Yale Center for Environmental Communication. To hear more stories like this, visit climateconnections.org. 
No other station delivers this much variety. Alternative Talk 1150. <laughs> and welcome back to Sunny in Seattle. And you've noticed this will be our <laughs> intro and outro music going forward until Alessandra lands. Yes. <laughs> yes, it's amazing. I love that I got to have my own theme song. Yes. Oh, thanks, Benny, as usual. Um, Okay, so I pretty rudely just jumped in in the middle of the story when it was getting good. Um, So I just, yeah, (laughs) let's come back. (laughs) Penny's like, how long have we been doing this? Could you not be smoother? I know, I know. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so where we left off, the place is amazing. And then what happens? Amazing. And then all of a sudden, things go really sideways. And, (laughs) And then... Um, and then it's like, people can't, it's, there's the the kind man that I'm talking to, but then he's talking to another agent who's then talking to the owner. Uh-huh. And so somewhere between him communicating to me and then the owner communicating through, like, it felt like everything became very hard to pin down. Um, it felt like there was all of a sudden this energetic block and then you know, then he was like, um, I said, he said, he came, they came at me with like these different bigger numbers and all of this stuff. And all of a sudden they started feeling this constriction around it. And I thought, Oh no, I was, Whoa. Cause that sounded like that was really going to work. Right. It's like, so dreamy. And I, he said, how do you feel about all this? I said, well, could you tell me what, what, like, as one spiritual, like, just soul-seeking person to another, like, what would you say? He said, I just, in my heart, I would hold off until the owner is more on point. And I was like, okay, right? And so I just thought, oh, no. Oh, yeah. no, oh, no. It fell through. And, and I don't running have up a plan. Against a, yeah, you're, you're at this point. Running up against Two days, yeah. Yes. And so I think that that might have been the day before my last day, right? Yes. So it was like I had, and it was actually my last full day in Treasure Island because I only had that one night to stay there. So it had fallen through and I was like, oh my gosh, like I thought this was the last day it comes through story, right? But then I was like, still hanging out at the treasure island place to see clients until that evening so anyway i'm i'm like oh beside myself and contacting sunny and like oh no like i'm trying everything oh no oh no like what what is this how could it have been a full body yes and now it's just full of constriction and fear and and what is this energy right and So then, um, so then I decided like, okay, you know, I think the best thing is to let go and I start to make some other plans, Mm -hmm. you know, and think like, okay, I've got this friend on the East coast. She could show me around a couple of places or, um, I could just kind of stay a week here and there. That's not really what I was hoping to do, but I could do it. Maybe this is intended. I just need to loosen, right? Because when it seemed like it wasn't going to happen, I just, I mean, I was a little devastated. And so I just, I just let go. And that's when I was talking to you. And we both kind of felt like 
yeah, there's this push here. It feels like it would be a push the whole time. Yeah. Um, that doesn't feel good, right? Yeah, and it's literally. And then, oh, sorry. No, go ahead. I was no, just saying, you know, and for, I'm thinking about in my own life and for maybe other people out there, I actually like a practice that I do is when I know I'm gripping something, just like you would grip something with your yep. fist and you're holding onto it so hard. Like, don't, you can't let it go. Yep. You don't want to let it go. Actually, I do this in meditation or my times of stillness, like relax that fist and just let it be a gentle yes. open palm. And if you think about it yes. from an energetic perspective, it, the very act of doing that relaxes your body, number one, for whatever yes. you're doing. Not if you're literally, I mean, whether you're literally holding a rope and you won't let it go, or you are metaphorically holding on to something like this beautiful pink house so hard and you just can't yes. let it go. You will just relax yes. the palm. It's a really nice physical manifestation of what you are energetically hoping to do because when you relax that palm and let it be an open palm there's so much that can then happen like it's just nice yes the universe can then be working in the background and all the things yeah and I think sometimes it's like I think I think sometimes I forget that practice right like you need to loosen loosen because that is you know it's something where my whole life I'm just I'm good at taking action (laughs) I'm good at getting things done you want somebody to figure it out I can figure it out I can get it done right and so sometimes I hold too tightly to what I'm trying to get done in a certain way and so I I really I just remembered that by that by that last evening I was in Treasure Island I was like okay just you need to loosen I just kept feeling that sense of just please loosen, just please loosen. And so the morning of my very last day, I felt like I had no plan, um, but wildly at ease. And it was a new thing for me to be like, I don't know what is going to happen here. I just know, I just still trust that something's going to work out. And I, I release all of this to the divine and um, I want the divine to take over. Right. And I do one of those Tosha silver change me prayers, like change me into someone who can allow for this to flow, change me into someone who can gracefully manage these transitions and then not knowing and all of that. Yeah. And And you can get a nice little time in the midst. Yes. Oh my gosh. And so, okay, so that day I'm sitting there, my door is shut, my windows have been shut all day, sitting there seeing clients, okay, still don't have a plan. Out of nowhere, I start hearing this sound, this just wild sound, like something, like a bird. (laughs) What is in this tiny cottage? And this cottage is tiny, like you can see every end of it. It's not like, oh, something creeps in. And a dragonfly rose out out of nowhere which is the one of the biggest symbolic spirit animals for me that is always meaning to me that it's either my father who has passed or um it's primarily my father who has passed I like to also think of it as like my spirit guides too sometimes Mm -hmm. but they'll come in those really hard moments. And we've had these conversations when I've been in different parts of the journey where it'll be one of those hardest days. And all of a sudden a dragonfly is 
swirling around me, right? Or coming yeah. up out of nowhere. This one just showed up in my house. Yeah, and this was after... And it was enormous. <laughs> yeah. It was, I just feel like it was at that moment because you and I had been talking on the phone and going back and forth. And I feel like I felt that release when you finally just gave it up and we're like, you know what? Whatever's yeah. going to happen will happen. I have to trust that there is a plan and I won't be on the street and everything will work out. And like, I felt that right. whoosh in your energy and not an hour later yeah. you texted and we're like, holy crap, you will not believe I walked back in. Oh, the doors my. have been closed the whole time and dragonfly. And I'm like, oh, there's your sign. <laughs> yes. And I, I was sitting there with a client who doesn't know that story. And so <laughs> I was just so taken. I was like, Oh my gosh, there's a dragonfly. And I just thought, oh my gosh, oh my gosh, like spirit is here, spirit is here. Oh my gosh, well, my dad is here. I'm, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay, right? It just, it was so wild to me. I couldn't even, I was having a hard time focusing all of this stuff. And it was so loud. It was so loud, flapping around everywhere. And I was like, I can't focus. Concentrate on this client because I am having this very divine experience right now with this being in my house. So I had this happen and um, ended with my client. The dragonfly flew away, and that real estate agent called, came back, said, I talked directly to the homeowner finally. We were talking through this other broker. She's on board, she's ready to go. All she needs is X, Y, Z, and you're set. Yeah. I, I got just, the pink house. You're in the big house. Oh. <laughs> and I think there are just so many more, I don't want to say morals to the story, but so many messages here for, because when we were going back and forth and, and I'm always, you know, there's a, there's yes. the, the hat that I wear. That's like the a friend, and this is not just for you, but for anybody, you know, which hat am I wearing friend and just yeah. being a compassionate witness or there, then, you know, there's my coach hat where I'm like immediately going into reframe mode, which sometimes if someone is yep. in extreme fear and pain and stress, going into reframe mode is not the healthiest thing to do. But right. you and I have that kind of a relationship where, you know, yes. plus you're a mental health professional. Um, yeah. You know. So anyway, <clears throat> I feel like as this was happening, my thought was, when this works out, like your trust muscle got beefed up so much more this week because before yeah. everything you'd had, there were some there, you've had some ups and some downs for sure. But with regard to mm -hmm. your housing, which is like that place where you feel safe and you feel, especially cause you're still seeing clients, yeah. predictable space yeah. to zoom and everything. But mm -hmm. this one got right up to the wire in a way that no other experience in the last seven months had. And I just uh -uh. came away thinking going forward, you're not going to fear the transition from place to place near as much because you had uh -uh. it get down to the wire and things worked out just fine. And yeah. They always will. Yeah. Yeah. I yeah. Mean, and it may not and always. I, yeah. Oh, and I, no, you go ahead. You go no, ahead. I was just going to say, you know, it may not always be the perfect pink house that comes through, but something will. Like yeah. you're not ever going to be. Yes totally alone, unsupported with no options. Like there will always be. Right. And you also did your right. part. And, yeah. Right. Yeah. And it's like my brain wanted to come up with all kinds of stories. I mean, all like all of the hits came through, right? Like, oh, see, you're all alone. Oh, see, 
things don't work out. Oh, see, you could try and it doesn't work out. Blah, 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 blah. And so I would just be kind of an observer of that instead of, um, instead of fully falling down the well with that kind of fear, because I just, I just had so much evidence of, yeah, when I let go and I trust, um, things typically work out, you know, we say like this or something better. Right. Yeah. And the times where it, it can maybe appear from our human mind as though nothing is working out, it's, it's always working out in some way for us. Right. We just can't always see it right away. And even if it hadn't, I thought, you know, as soon as I loosened from the pink house idea, you know, I had come up with some other cool ideas that I thought were kind of neat. Like yeah. I, you know, and I thought, well, maybe this is the direction that I'm supposed to take, you know, maybe this is, this is another way. And so I think it's a good reminder to, um, to stay open, to stay in flow, that we don't always have an idea of what is the best thing that our soul needs. And that's one thing that I also kept praying for is, you know, um, like if, if this next, if this next part of the journey, if this house is part of what my soul needs to grow, then please allow it. If not, show me something, show me something different. Show me what I need to see. Show me my next steps, you know, because that just felt so important too, to be like, I might think that's all pretty and well and good, but I, if that is not in alignment with where my soul needs to go and grow, then dang, reject me, right? Let me head in the direction that I'm supposed to then. And that even for me to say that and pray for that is, is a much different belief system than how I was going about the world, you know, even seven months ago. Yeah. And I, I heard you say something a few moments ago that when you were in the middle of all this, you were more of an observer of watching your mind spin in fear, which it does. You were an observer of um, the other parts that were playing out, the logistics that you were watching unfold. Do you feel like you moving into, I I often think of when you hear like be the observer, be the watcher, that feels it's always been kind of a sterile concept. So the picture that I always put in my mind is me as my soul or my spirit or whatever you want to call it, higher self sitting on a cloud watching what unfolds on the earthly plane mm. and so that mm-hmm. to me feels more uh, I don't know mystical or involved for me I don't know just yeah. more real anyway my my question in all this is you being in that position of watching the mind spin watching the logistics is that different than when you first set out when you were more in it has that shifted mm-hmm. Yeah, I think it's, I mean, it's very different. Of course, I would do observation of thought, right? Like you learn that in CBT, you learn that in, you know, things like, you know, that's a big thing that Brooke Castillo's work does, right? It's Mm -hmm. like we're observing those thoughts. That's a big thing that we do in yoga, right? Mm -hmm. Like I can see that. But I think I would still, um, still end up following the invitation to join in the fear right it was like Ah. I I you know and sometimes I could I could stay out of it and more observer but I think a lot of the times I would just I would just kind of join I didn't feel I've done a lot of work um 
uh, with my own mind over these last seven months to show myself how worthy I am as a human just because I exist rather than what I'm doing or achieving. So I've really worked on that so that I can counter those thoughts and don't join in on the fear and spiral down. Um, So I think that now it's, you know, I can, I definitely, it's changed a lot because when my brain wants to start speaking like that, I have so much evidence to the contrary that is so clear to me, right? Whether it's, whether it's telling me I'm, I'm alone, it's like, oh my gosh, absolutely I'm not, right? Or it's telling me like, I'm not doing anything cool or it's telling me <laughs> Are you kidding? that, I know, I see it, but that's the, that's the rub. This is the thing to know about the human brain. It's mm-hmm. like, it'll keep saying that at all different levels, yeah. right? It's yeah. like, oh, you're, you're staying by the ocean. Well, so, you know, so-and-so is staying by the ocean also and they also do this you know I mean it's just silliness and it's like oh my gosh there you are again and so I'm able to just see it as like I don't know just still just a sweet little annoying friend who just has something to say it's just like the fear voice shows up or the critical voice shows up and I'm able to just counter it because it's like I've got so much evidence that I'm not alone that I can trust in the divine, that I'm well-connected, that I'm well-loved, you know, that I'm successful in, in my business. Like it, it's all good, right? It's all yeah. good. And I think we have to train our brains to see that evidence. Even if you're telling yourself, I'm not successful by X, Y, and Z standards. It's like, you've got evidence to demonstrate like, yeah, oh yes, you are, you know? Yeah. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's how we create new neural pathways is by giving the brain evidence for something new. And I mean, we know, we know, and it's a survival mechanism, but that we um, are more aware of, or what is it Rick Hansen says, Teflon for the good, Velcro for the bad. Our brain is like that because, you know, if you remember the bad stuff from an evolutionary perspective, you know, if you remember the poison berry, if you remember the cave where the saber-toothed tiger hangs out, that's going to keep you alive. We don't have those same, really the same level, you know, but the brain is still functioning in much the same way. And so it's really incumbent upon us as conscious beings to decide. It's just like you decide, what are you watching on television? What news feeds are you following? You can decide what thoughts you hook into Mm -hmm. and what you don't. And I had a, like, Mm -hmm. we do this for a living. And I was, someone pointed this out to me um, not too long ago. There was another oh, there was a thought that I had, I have some fears, you know, about going back to school in my mid forties, like the brain is going, what are you doing? You should be focusing on this, this, and this. And I have a choice whether to hook into that or to hook into the inspiration, the light, the energy that is calling me toward divinity school and giving my mind evidence of all the reasons why this is exactly where I'm supposed to be right now in my life. Who gives a crap about my age, you know? Yes. Yes. And I think, I think of it as like um, my therapist coach, she, she said, you know, you think of it as like a cloud and there's a bunch of like, say like extension cord kind of things hanging from it. Mm -hmm. And if we've got the power outlets on our bodies and like, are we, what are we plugging into? What are we taking from that cloud? What belief are we plugging into? And do we still want to plug into that belief, right? Whether it's about your age and what you can or can't do or relationships or what defines success. 
it's like, do you still want to plug into that? Right. And then I imagine like, Oh no. So I'll do a little meditation, imagining myself sort of unplugging, pulling it out of that little socket on my body, you know, or like, um, brushing it off of myself because it's like, um, that those beliefs aren't helpful. And it's those kinds of fear thoughts that cause all kinds of emotional suffering, you know, for people. And so, yeah. Yeah. It really is as simple I'm, as changing yeah. the channel or unplugging, whatever that, whatever metaphor you want to use for it. <laughs> yeah, it really is. And, you know, and I started kind of, um, I started this like brainwashing of myself in the, in the most positive, best way when I was in Petaluma. I knew I had this sense, like you, like, I just had a clear sense, like you can't go on with these kinds of thoughts. This will take you down. This will, you cannot, because I just felt so full of so much internal criticism. Even when I got there that I was like, Oh no, Oh no, you're not, you know, you can't do this. And I, and I started that, that practice we've talked about um before where it was like gratitude something I like about myself and a desire every single day and it's really helped me rewire you know that like I'm good yeah I'm all right yes you know? yes yeah yeah just you being you showing up on this planet doing whatever it is expressing yourself expanding mm-hmm. consciousness whatever that looks like whether that is just sitting on your couch watching Netflix or mm-hmm. going out and traveling the country and seeing where you feel guided to plant your flag on a more permanent basis, perhaps, which I know we're right at the tail end of the show. So Alessandra, yeah. just to put a bow on the story, how long will you be in yeah. the pink house? Okay. So I'll be in the pink house until the end of March, which is exactly the time frame I wanted to be in this area. So um, for a couple of months and then, and then we're going to see what, what the universe has for me on the other side of that. Yeah. And gosh, who the heck knows where, where we will be headed. Oh my God. <laughs> <that point too. laughs> yes. Oh. Yes. All I want is for our adventures to cross over at some point. That oh, I think wish. they will hopefully for a first Friday. Yeah. So we can sit in the same space wherever the heck that might be. Oh my gosh. <laughs> oh, like the good old days. Exactly. I love that. Yes. Oh. I love it. Okay. Well, here we are at the end of the hour. Um, now that everyone is updated on Dr. Alessandra's adventures and where in the world she <laughs> happens to be in this moment. Um, so <laughs> Benny's nodding in the studio. Thanks everyone for yeah. joining. If you've been listening to Sunny in Seattle. It was first Friday. So I'm one of your regular hosts, Sunny Joy McMillan, joined by my first Friday co-host, Dr. Alessandra Duke with Benny on the board and uh, welcome back KPCA going live. Thanks Jeff for uh, doing the engineering on the local Petaluma side. Um, And we'll see everybody next week.